All right, welcome to episode three of Gunners GM podcast. Just quickly, we'd like to apologise again for our audio corrupting on our Wolves episode. We were not able to recover it after a lot of effort, um, which is unfortunate because we both felt like it was a really good one. Um, So again, we're both really sorry for that. Um, Today, we are going to introduce ourselves on a more personal level to listeners. We're also going to answer followers' questions from Instagram. If you don't follow us, go follow us at GunnersGM. And finally... We're going to speak on the opening of the World Cup, which starts tomorrow, as well as our predictions for the tournament. Uh, my name is Gav, and as always, I'm joined by Maka. Hey, Gambra. Mate, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, it's good to be here again. Um, yeah, I just want to apologise as well for not being able to get that second podcast out. It was good, and you know, um, finishing on the, the win for the Wolves game. Would have been nice to talk to, but you know, it's a bit bit long going now. That's okay. Uh, how are you going, mate? Yeah, it was a while ago. Ah, uh, yeah, good, mate. Yeah. Um, sun's out, beers are cold, can't really complain. Um, World Cup starts tomorrow, obviously, so exciting times. Yeah, very exciting times, mate. Um, again, but yeah, it's been four years since the last World Cup. Uh, obviously, France were the hot favourites, um, they end up winning, obviously. And, uh, yeah, actually, I think, yeah, going over the the favourites or the, um, you know, who could be the favourites is actually quite interesting. I actually don't think there's a hot favourite this um, this year. I was having that discussion with a mate earlier, I think that was yesterday. Um, he's not a big football fan, but he'd love to gamble. Um, he was sort of asking me <laughs> who I think is going to win, and I'd sort of said, I think there's, like, maybe 10 teams that can realistically win it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a bit of a hard one. Um, so that's yeah, exciting, 100%. though, because like, it's not... Obviously, we are Australia fans, and we're also very realistic people. Um, so <laughs> I don't think we're <laughs> getting our hopes set too high there. Um, but, yeah, no, it's exciting. It's nice to qualify from an Australian point of view. Um, so, yeah, can I watch the boys have a kick about? should be nice. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um I think if we can come away with one win over probably more likely Tunisia, would be awesome. Would be so good. So I think good. so. Yeah, I think we'll struggle against Denmark. Um, yeah, we've got France in our first game of the tournament. Um, it's not going to be pretty, I don't think, by any means. Yeah, no, um, I don't think so. Even with all of their injuries and all of that, uh, their class and their depth is just yeah levels above where we're at currently. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. It's um, it is a shame, and you know, even looking back to to World Cups where we had a semi decent side, like I think of um, obviously like the Timmy Cahill era, um, yeah, like even then we couldn't salvage, you know, much. And I think actually from memory, it was um, <clears throat> excuse my voice, guys, uh, bits. Oh, not not fuck like you know. Um, a little bit under the weather. Um, thinking back to that World Cup, um, yeah, it was, it was. I feel like we were hard done by as well. But even then, I couldn't get a lot out of it, which is a shame. But yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. So still keen to watch the boys play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll touch on the World Cup a little bit later. We've got a fair bit of time clocked on for that. 
Yeah. Um, I think initially I was just going to had a few questions I was going to run to you and then sort of bounce them back to me and I'll answer as well um, just to sort of get to know us a bit more personally. Um, the first one I wanted to ask was where did supporting Arsenal start for you? What was your first sort of memory of that? So for me, it was back at my old house. Uh, I think I was... So I must have been about four or five years old and I got this shirt for Christmas from mum and dad and it had, it wasn't even an Arsenal shirt, it was an O2 shirt and my older brother Brendan um, was like, oh, like, that's, that must be like a Gunners jersey. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, Gunners, like who are they? And um, yeah, and he was like, oh, like, they're, they're Arsenal. And by the way, he's a mad Chelsea supporter as well. So bless him. Know. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, no one's perfect, I guess. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was, that was where my love for Arsenal actually started. And I, shortly after that, it must've been, oh yeah, maybe a year or two. I'm not, I'm, it was a long time ago now. Um, the news of, of, uh, Henri going to Barca made the headlines, I think. So I must have been fairly young, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, like, uh, what, to me, you know, wasn't a big deal. But now looking back, I'm like, oh, you're kidding. Like, you're absolutely kidding. <laughs> How could have we let him go? But, um, yeah, that, that, that pretty much stems where, where my love for Arsenal comes from, really. That shirt, um. I don't have it anymore. I wish I did. That'd be cool. That would be so cool. <laughs> Not sure quite mate? fit in it anymore, but no, I don't think so. Yeah, the um, the old dad bod's coming along quite well now. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. What about yourself, mate? Where did it stem from? Well, I was quite late to starting to like football. I grew up as a rugby league fan, as a basketball fan, NBA fan. Um, I only really started watching football when I was maybe like 12 or 13, I think. Um, and that was mostly just highlights of stuff. Um, for me, like personally with football, I started, and he's still my favourite player now of all time, but started loving football through watching Kaka highlights. Um, and then literally just like started playing FIFA just to get the gist of it, know more players, um, get to know football a bit better. Um, and my mum is born in London, um, and I knew Arsenal was from London, and it was just like, you know, at that time, like, there was good... I was playing, like, an older version of FIFA, but it was when Arsenal were quite good still. Um, they had, like, the, yeah, Thierry Henry's <laughs> and stuff there still. Um, so that's literally where it started from for me. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I'm glad it did, because um, my mum's actually from Kent, which is in Chelsea. Um Okay. So yeah, avoided avoided that that pain like of plane. going. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, that's where it started from. For me, it was quite late to football, obviously. Um, relatively speaking, to other people, but yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. I mean, we're only still yeah mid twenties, so um, yeah, that's right. I guess yeah. I, I I wish I wish we were born you know ten years earlier to see. And to be able to really appreciate that 90s and early 2000s era, oh, God, what I'd do, like, honestly. Yeah, for sure. But I'm also, like, with 
most of our time supporting Arsenal has been a lot of, I guess you could say, more hard times than good times. Um, and that's, for me, like it's making these times that are coming up just feel way better. Yeah. That's um, um... <laughs> it's exciting. It is, it is actually. And it, it especially right now, it, it makes it feel all that better. Um, then the amount of times where Laura's been like, oh, why don't you just change teams? Well, this was... Um, obviously over the last three years um, <laughs> and yeah why don't you just t- change teams why don't you just change teams it's just you just don't and it's not an option it's, you can't you just don't and and you don't want to as well um, you really don't want to talking about hardships and that like it's the same for for Liverpool supporters like for so long from what I can, like, obviously going on Mike, like, obviously the whole family are um, mad Liverpool supporters, and and that's made me have a very, very big soft spot for Liverpool. Um, and to see them actually do well in the last four years, uh, I know a lot of Gunners probably disagree with me here, but, like, I'm so happy for them because of the hardships that they went through. Um, and, and I guess now, like, it's great because we're doing the same thing, I guess. Um, starting yeah. to, yeah. Starting to at least, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, going into Christmas on top by five points, like, holy shit, that is awesome. But, um, yeah, anyway, And a so. guaranteed round after that of being on top, even if we lose, City win, still on top. Um, yeah. That massive five-point gap we've got. So. <laughs> we would take it. We would yep. take it and run. Yeah. yeah. Run to the hills. Um, but yeah, anyway, so it's all right. Yeah. Um, and another one I wanted to run by you was your favourite gunner of all time. That's um, that's tough. That's very tough. I think, um, oh, heck, it would have to be Henri. I don't think there's any debating that for me. Um, as much as I'd love to say someone from the modern era, like, uh, especially now, like, um, like a Martin or like an Ozil, um, a Sanchez when, when he was at Arsenal, so would, but you just, for me, like if you're an Arsenal supporter and your favorite player is not Henri, just doesn't bode well with me. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, unless you're about to prove me wrong right now. <laughs> yeah, it's always been a point of difference between you and I, I think. So um, who's yours, mate? Robin Van Persie. Oh. Um, I, know that, I know it hurts, mate. I know it hurts. <laughs> um, oh, no. Yeah, he oh, was... No. Yeah, like, as I said, like, I was a bit late into starting to watch football, starting to watch Arsenal, um, and he was a big part of why I went with Arsenal as well. Um, he was just a player I really okay. loved watching, a really clinical striker. Just did he did a lot of carrying of a reasonably poor Arsenal team for a long, long time. Um, it just gave me a bit of hope. Um, <laughs> obviously, things happened and he moved elsewhere. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just don't trigger me, mate. Yeah, it's, it's taken me a little while <laughs> to get over it. Um, some gunners haven't. Uh, um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I yeah. can't go past um, him, man. He's probably like the biggest reason why I fell in love with Arsenal. I think. Yeah, um, 
and, and I, I can understand that too because just like a um, in more recent times, Sanchez really carried our our team to Champions League uh, positions. Like, and and VP did that exactly. Um, and I like credit credit to him. Like, he went on to United and won a Premier uh, Premier League. Like, won the, um, won the title, and he's fucking fantastic striker. Was a fantastic striker. Sorry. Um, yeah. You know how I feel about him. I just, I can't, I can't, can't forgive him really. And I know he wouldn't. And I can't blame you. I can't blame you. (laughs) Yeah. I, um, ah, just boils my blood just thinking about him now. Yeah. I thought um, this might lead well into the next question. Who's your least favorite gunner of all time? (laughs) Is it him? Oh yeah. It's him or Adebayo. Yeah. Uh, that's that celebration he did. Um, oh god, that's yeah. No, that's that's not good. I'm pretty sure Josh is um, reminded of that recently. I'm not too sure. He may put something in our chat, but yeah, he does like to dribble a fair bit. He does like to dribble. Yeah, you're not wrong there. Um, yeah, for me, it's it's either VP or um, or Adebayor. I think. Oh yeah, I don't know. I and with, more so with the VP transfer. From memory, I'm pretty sure he wasn't offered a an extension. Is that right? And we, so we did not offer him anything. So um, like, I can't really, I can't really put that on 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 Robin Van Persie um, because he obviously wants to play in the Premier League and you know win the league kind of thing, which he did. But at the same time, like Arsenal captain carrying us goes to a big rival, big big rival, top two rival for sure. Yeah, especially back then. Yeah, just doesn't doesn't sit well with me, and that's probably why like, he could have went. I don't know if he was linked with you know like the likes of Barca back then or Real Madrid. You know, um, he, he was could have went overseas. Would have been nicer. Yeah, he was getting on a bit too by the time he'd packed it up with us. Um, yeah. I've watched a few interviews with him um, and these didn't happen till long after he'd left and all of that happened where he'd sort of explained like he didn't get the offers at all. Um, he wasn't even looking for more money. He was literally just looking to stay and we didn't offer him anything. Yeah. Um, and also like he explained that there's something you don't really think about but he's had kids and did not want to pack them up and move country. Like they were happy and settled in England and wanted to stay. And yeah. yeah. And to be fair, like obviously United was a really well uh, respected club back then. Yeah. Um, like who wouldn't want to play under Sir Alex Ferguson, arguably the best manager ever. Um, arguably. Uh, so yeah, I, I can't blame. I still do hate him for that, but yeah. Call cool, cool, that petty or whatever. I'm not too fast, but that's just my feelings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't blame you at all. Yeah. Um, anyway, it is what it is. But yeah, VP, I think, would be mine. Um, yep. Yeah, what about yours, mate? Oh, out of bio, 100%. <laughs> oh, that's, that's celebration. Wow. It's just, yeah. 
yeah, don't really want to dive into that in too much detail, but yeah, like it speaks yeah. for itself. Like there's literally not one Arsenal fan left that would have anything nice to say about that man, I don't think. Um, no. Yeah. Not at all. As not a player, as a man or whatever it is, it's just, <sighs> yeah, not not any level of respect there yeah, um, no. at all. Just really shitty guy, really shitty person. <laughs> um, Simple as that. Yeah. Simple as that. Fucking, I just, oh, that also boils my blood. Yeah, oh my it does. God. Oh, and like, just while we're on that, I, <laughs> I'd nearly throw Sanchez in there too, mate, if I'm going to be really honest. If he did well at United, yep. Um, his career has just plummeted ever since. I think that's justice in itself. Um, yeah. He's just collecting socks at this point, not fitting in anywhere. Um, Getting a paycheck. Yeah. Yep. That's about it, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I just thought I'd throw that one in there. Not like saying he'd, he'd be over VP for me, but yeah, he's, he's got to be mentioned, I think. Um, again, just carrying us, carrying us, and then wanted to move, moved, and then the, the reports are that it was his first training session, I think, he wanted to move back. Or he asked his agent that he wanted to move back. Is that right? Or something like that? Yeah, there's lines? interviews of him saying that. Yeah. Like of him literally saying it to a camera. Um, yeah. yeah. Which, Which again, again, is justice in itself. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine if he didn't move. I think... Oh, God. I think you I'll try say... i try not to think about it. Oh, like, just hypotheticals. Like, I think, um, you know, Wenger, like, if he carried his, his form, which he probably would have, would have Wenger been uh, the manager for a bit longer? Um where would be it'd be it's like as hypotheticals go, it'd be interesting to to delve into, but that's for another time maybe. I think so, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, what did I have down next? I had what was your um favorite memory as a Arsenal fan? Um, whether it be like a signing, um, maybe you watching Arsenal when they came to Australia. Um, oh. Yeah, hadn't thought that your, one. Yeah, just personally, what's your favourite memory that you've got attached with the club? Um, yeah, watching Arsenal with um, yeah, Tonksy, Baker, and Beaver. That was um, that was pretty cool. That was really cool in in Sydney. Um, I do. I'd have to say watching watching Arsenal and the drought. Back in 2014, I think it was, 2015 I believe maybe. so, yeah. Yeah, for the FA Cup. Um, like, that was... That was uh, some of my favourite players in that team, like like Ramsey. Asante, I think, was there as well. Koscielny. Um, yeah, that, that, was, that was a huge deal. I think we had, like, an eight-year drought at that time. To end that was... It, it was a big deal. Um, I could be wrong. <laughs> I think it was longer. Was it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think so. Not by not by a lot, but I think it was a little bit longer. Yeah. Okay. Um. Either, either yeah. Either way, I think that would probably be. Oh, yeah. I don't know. There's been a lot. There has been a lot. I think that would be my favourite though. Um. Oh, there's yeah. Even though they're they're much smaller moments, watching some of Ozil's 
hot footy, you'd say, has been an absolute pleasure as well. Like, just, I think, honestly, I think they're up there as well. Like, just, just watching him at Arsenal was amazing. He was, fuck, he was awesome. He was magical. Like, fuck. Oh, man. Well, I'm not sure there's a better adjective oh, than magical. I think that hits it on the head. I think so. I think so, mate. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely missing a lot of big moments. Um, but watching Mezzet play for Arsenal, or actually, um, the Wilshire goal. The Wilshire, the Wilshire goal has to be up there as well. Yep. Oh, my God. Again, these are only small moments in the, the history of my favourite. Arsenal moments, but that was just something else. Everyone, every, uh, every, like every football fan was like, "Oh my god, that was, that was awesome. That was a team goal." You know, still get shared all the time on every, every year. Yeah, every every page. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh god, that was good. God, that was good. I could watch that again. Oh, obviously, the Invincibles, even though, again, it was probably just a bit before my time, would be up there as well, obviously. Christ. Um, there's just too many, I think, mate. What about you? What was your uh, favourite? I thought I had a really niche one, um, and then you'd sort of stole it. <laughs> um, I was oh, going to say <laughs> the day that Mezzet signed on deadline day. Oh, we were um, in high school then too. Yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, it got announced in the morning. I think we were at. Well, I, I was definitely at school when I saw yeah. it. Um, because but, no one was expecting it. Yeah, it was actually like yeah, deadline day deal. It was just like one of yeah. It was um that was and like the things that followed from that um maybe not success wise in terms of trophies as much as we would have liked, but just in terms of football and the memories attached with so many games, it was. Yeah, I've, I've looked back on that a lot, um, and that was probably one of, if not my favourite moments, I think. Yeah, and I think because at that age, we were definitely old enough to start really appreciating Arsenal and, and understanding what goes on in the club and really appreciating the football that we played as well, which Mezzet was a big part of. Yeah, he was definitely the maybe the head of that sort of just uh, creative play and attractive football and fast-flowing football, the, all the one-touch amazing goals that we scored. Um, yeah, it'd be countless goals that we scored during his time at Arsenal where, you know, goals against Leicester, um, goals oh. against Fulham as well, just those sorts of ones. Um, yeah. And he's won in the Europa League. Oh, Europa League achievement. So it was, it was against, yeah, against Ludogorets or whoever it was. Wasn't yeah, it? it was Ludogorets. Yeah. I was going to say Ludogorets. I wasn't too sure, but I it, that, that was that was Champions League. Yeah, because it was yeah, a while okay. ago, mate. Like, yeah, like people would be like, "Oh, they're a bunch of farmers, whatever." But honestly, you still have to do that against a professional yeah. footballer who's well, three professional footballers, the two defenders, and the goalkeeper. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh man. He was something else, wasn't he? He was something else, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but so I think was... that was just like a niche one for me, like um, <laughs> picking up Mezzet. I think that was a like a bit of a sign of intent as well. It was really like exciting for me. Um, yeah. I think that was, yeah, 
It was, yeah, it's definitely up there. It's hard to give like one core memory of one that you'd say is your favourite, but that one's definitely like top two, top three. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, just a, another one I just thought of when Arshavin scored four against Liverpool. I think yeah, I was... that's what I mean. It'd be like so. Oh, many, yeah, it's just so many. Hey, yeah. so many, mate. Um, I just yeah. To, I mean, even just like seeing, like thinking of Ramsey back at the back in the Arsenal days, like oh my god, that was another one. Yellow, for me. Like, it was Ramsey's. What's that? Oh, like Ramsey in that yellow Nike collared away strip. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that was another really niche moment. I was going to say for me, it was um, Ramsey's left footed volley against Galatasaray. Do you remember that one in the Champions oh. League? Yeah, it's like so one. Of, it's probably. I still think that's my favorite goal I've ever watched live, like on telly. Yeah, um, that's yeah, huge. It's ridiculous. That's uh, that's that's big. Yep. Yeah, that's big, mate. Um, but yeah, plenty, plenty of moments. Hey, plenty of moments. Yeah. Um, just to follow up on that, really quickly. What is your least favourite moment as an Arsenal fan? I know mine. I feel like I know yours, but potentially... Could be the same. Yeah, I think it is. Um, the Xhaka incident. Okay, yeah. Not even close to mine. Yep. Really? Yep. What's yours? Van Persie leaving. That was like the first genuine like fucking heartbreak I'd ever had. Really? Yeah, that was horrible. I remember being wow. at my girlfriend's, girlfriend at the Times house and just crying. Yeah, true. Yep. Okay. Yep. Fuck. Yep. Fuck, that's big. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we were on two pages then, two yeah. different pages then. <laughs> different book, I think. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> completely different genre. Um, <laughs> no, that, that, and I know he's, he's pretty much made the best redemption story ever of, of, of any Arsenal player at least and probably any footballer really. But yeah, that was Xhaka point. Um, it was only was the Euros last year or the year before. I'm not too sure. I can't quite remember. I feel like it was anyway, last year. I think it was last year. Um, so yeah, I think it was last year when yeah when he was playing for Switzerland and the 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 rumours were that he was pretty much on on a plane going to Roma. I was like, thank God, like this guy's been a liability for too long. You know, this, that, and the other. I'm not going to get into it too much. Um, I was stoked because, like, since that, uh, that, like, the, the jacket, I mean, there's been a lot of them, but... The Crystal Palace one specifically? I think so. Um, and I was running against Burnley as well. Um, I think, yeah, I think it was Palace. Yeah, it was definitely Palace. Um, yeah, couldn't, like, yeah. That, that was, yeah, 100% my least favorite memory for sure yeah for sure so yeah but um on you mate yeah vp fuck i really didn't realize how much you buddy loved him eh? it was like genuine heartbreak mate it was fucking horrible i still remember it now like it's yeah <laughs> yeah no good <laughs> just got that one locked away in the memory bank yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, monthly therapy for it, but yeah, it's all good. <laughs> oh yeah, we were a different team without him. Yeah, I've had oh. this conversation with a good friend of ours, Josh, who um, is a Liverpool fan, 
big Liverpool fan. Um, and we, he's got a very similar feeling with Fernando Torres leaving Liverpool and going to Chelsea. Ooh, um, yeah. yeah, like the same sort of feeling of like actually being heartbroken and feeling like it's an ex-partner or something that you, yeah, anytime you see him, it's like running into an ex-girlfriend in the street or something. Ooh, like it's very yeah. awkward and shitty. Um, I think that yeah. analogy's bang on the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Christ. Yeah, it's... It's heartbreak. It is heartbreak. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know why that one doesn't sit as, as low for me. Um, maybe because of all the resentment that I have for Van Persie. I'm not too sure, but I think you're dead right there. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, still got a, a lot of love and all of those good feelings towards him. It was. <laughs> As long as well as the bad, but yeah, I think that's why it hurts me a bit more. Is because I still have those feelings of admiration for him. Yeah, and I'm glad you do. I really, I actually really respect that too. There's but, not many um, Arsenal fans that do. I don't think. So, no. Yeah, it's an it's an awkward one to talk about <laughs> with anyone who supports <laughs> Arsenal because it's very rarely someone agrees with me on that one. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's very rare, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it is like running. It's like the ex-girlfriend. Yeah, you haven't yep. got no way. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's um. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I just have one more question I wanted to talk to you about before moving on to followers from Instagram questions. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favourite thing about the club at present? Um, in the the present time, yeah, like, like right the, now, uh, yeah, right now. What's your favourite thing about Arsenal Football Club and being Ooh. a supporter? Um, the fact that we're top of the league, obviously, is up there. <laughs> um, no, the direction that we're heading in, hundred percent. Um, a year ago, I know we said this maybe in our first potty or our second potty. Um, a year ago, I was. Yeah, and I'll put my hand up and say I was 1,000% wrong in that three games in, I was happy to say, yeah, I'll take this out. Like, he hasn't made any any big changes and, um, yeah, he's he's got to go. But now, a year on, like, holy shit, was I wrong. And I, I dare say most Arsenal fans are wrong as well. Um, and, and, you know, got to eat our own words. Like, he's fucking done so well. And... We're still the youngest average team, or the youngest, is it? I don't know. Yeah. Youngest average starting 11. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. Fuck that up. Um, and how well we are playing is, is just incredible. I think, like, you would happily say that if we were to to have a few draws and maybe a loss or two in there in this first opening 14 game. 14, correct. Um, you'd be like, yep, yeah, like... That's okay. This team is still very young, very young indeed. And Arteta's been able to, to make these these kids, the twenty year olds, play like men, like like thirty year old veterans of the game. Like fuck, they're playing so good. And for the most part, they're yours and my age or younger, like mid twenties <clears> max. Yeah. Um, outside of Shaka and Party, they're sort of twenty five and under. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think Jacker and Party are the oldest in late twenties slash 
30, maybe? I don't think, know. I think Brennett might be very close to 30, I believe. Yeah. Fuck it. I think he's been at a club like... Uh, this is his six, seventh, seventh year this seven. year. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, so the direction that we're heading in is... is yeah. It um, <laughs> settles the nerves, I guess you could say. It It's calming... I actually no, scrap that. It's fucking nervous as too because it gives me hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, um, that's okay. Yeah. What about um, what about yourself, mate? Um, that too, obviously. But the biggest thing for me is just the the culture change. Really. All right. Sorry uh, about that, guys. For the brief interruption uh, i just had to go run and shut the windows it is pouring down rain uh in queensland um yeah so back to my question to you gav uh what is your favorite thing about the club at the present time well as you touched on like obviously the direction and where we're at currently and where we're going um but the culture change i think is the biggest thing for me um it's i don't have any memory of the connection like it is now with the fans and the players at all um you know when was the last time we had you know center back scoring own goals and then three seconds later as we're kicking off the kickoff's happening you know we're cheering for that center back and then we go score a goal two minutes later yeah um and just like the i think um Edu and Mikel are massive in that, obviously, um, and it's never been as good as it is now, in my opinion, in my lifetime, rather. Um, I think that's a big part of why we're heading the way we're heading, um, is because of that culture change. Um, and a couple of the players brought in, in Zinchenko and Gabriel Jesus, um, are massive in that as well. The winning mentality they've brought, um, obviously their work rate's really, really high. Um, and if you're in that starting 11 and you're not working as hard as a Gabriel Jesus up top, you're not doing your job and it's just going to lift your game. And if it doesn't lift your game, you're not playing football. Um, so I think that's what I'm excited about is that sort of culture change and mentality change. Um, just looking forward, um, regardless of how things finish this year, that's what I'm pumped about, I think. Yeah, yeah. I um, I come back. I... Completely agree with you, mate. Completely agree with you. Especially about the culture between the players and the fans that are there. Or even, I mean, us uh, all the way over here, down under. Um, I know we don't really have as big of an impact on on the club at all, really. Um, more so in terms of watching it and listening to the fans. Like They're loud for like 80% of the game. Saliba isn't even playing there singing his song. Like, honestly, it's so good to hear. Even on away days as well, though. Like, it's, you know, yeah. whether in Norway or whatever on a Thursday evening, it's, um, yeah, it's ridiculous. I've I literally, had, I've never seen it before um, at Arsenal Football Club anyway. Um, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's massive. It, it, it really is massive. And on that note, I think it really does elevate the players as well. Um, like mental, uh, sorry, 
football is such a mental game. Um, it, it really is. And, I mean, take Xhaka as an example. Like, throughout that era, like that long time where he wasn't performing, I dare say would have had to, to be because of his mental state, and it wasn't good. It was not good at all. Um, and now, I mean, I bang on about Martinelli, but it's because of his... His, yeah, mental state, his, like, his drive, I guess you could just say, like, it's so impressive. It's so, so impressive. So this, this mental state really does have a big impact, and that comes back to how the fans treat the players. And at the moment, it's it's nothing but good. Like, referring back to that Saliba goal, like, I think, oh, that Saliba own goal, sorry, the fans weren't even mad, and neither was I. I mean, yeah, like, shit happens. Um, fans were still singing his name, and, um, yeah, I think it was something along that line, those lines. Um, and then, yeah, minutes later, he went and scored a goal. And I think in previous years, the, the fans' reaction may have been a little bit more sour, and, yeah, now it's, it's really having a positive impact. It's Can you just, imagine if that was four years ago under Unai Emery and it was Mustafi who's put the ball in the back of the oh, net? Yeah, Christ. You'd need um, to be escorted out of the ground, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, him, Socrates. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. 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 So I do, I completely agree with you, mate. Um, the culture is just tip-top, tip-top. It's fucking amazing. It's so good. So and there's still plenty of room to improve as well. Um, obviously, we've got January coming in. Um, with the way that the board's running things, um, they're not just going to sign someone just because they're a hype signing, for lack of a better word. They are going to need to get someone who fits and if they do not fit, they won't pay for someone. Um, exactly. And, yeah, that's the sort of shift, I mean, just the elite mentality of trying to get Arsenal Football Club back to where it deserves to be because we haven't been there for time now and we're definitely taking the right steps towards doing so because um, you compare it to potentially not to shit on them too much, but the way United are sort of being ran <laughs> at the moment, um, I'm not going <laughs> to speak on <laughs> Cristiano and Piers Morgan, um, don't have all night, but um, <laughs> yeah, you just compare our situation to how they're running the show and it's just levels above, like, we're, we're sorry, we are levels above what they are trying to do. Um, and, yeah, a big part of that is the executives, I think. Um, yeah, it's sick. It's really, really good to see. Absolutely. Chalk and cheese, really, between United and Arsenal at the moment. Chalk and cheese. Like, the way it should be. Yeah, the way I love it. Um, and I, Yeah, I'm not going to comment on that situation. Um, because, again, well, yeah. Anyway, um, on that note as well, in terms of their elite mentality... Every Arsenal fan was singing out to, to bring back Salita last year. And I think that in itself, like, shows that 
uh, in terms of Sleben not being called back for last year, um, giving him another uh, another year in France shows the elite mentality of Edu and Arteta because, holy fuck, we could have used him last year, but maybe it was too early. They obviously knew something we didn't, 100%, and it's it's paying off now. Simple as that. I think, yeah, that extra year away, because he's so young, he's 21, and more games than not this season, he looks like a 30-year-old centre-back who's been in the Premier League for 10 years. Um, he's really, really matured while having those loan spells and getting into the young team of the year in France last year. He currently plays for France in the national team, which is obviously a very, very hard system to break into, mm-hmm. um, especially with the defenders they've got. Like To get into that squad at 21 is ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, he's one player I'm really excited for going forward because, um, yeah, as I say, like... The next few years are exciting, as we say, but, yeah, it's just guys like that who are so young and already have so much quality there that's apparent. Um, it's, yeah, really, really exciting. It's huge. It really is, like, huge how good they are and how young they are. It is very exciting, mate. Very, very exciting. Um, yeah, so yeah. big times ahead, big times ahead. Yes, sir. Um, that just about wraps up the questions I wanted to run past you. There was a few more, but we've had some followers on Instagram send through pretty much what I was going to say anyway. So we'll give them a bit of a shout out in part two and I'll get onto those questions. All right, welcome back to part two. Um, we're going to dive into some questions we got on Instagram. At Gunners GM. Um, first of all, we've got a two-parter, really, from a good friend of the show, Elijah. Um, he wrote honest opinions on expected ladder position at the end of the season, plus how many trophies should we expect for this season? What trophies do we prioritise? It's a bit of a mouthful, but um, just break it down into two parts. So. <laughs> Honest opinions on expected position at the end of the year. Where are you leaning towards? Um, yeah, it's a tough one. It's a really tough one. It is indeed. Probably, probably easy to answer after World Cup, but because who knows with what injuries. I mean, actually, you know what? Regardless of that, I think we, I think we finish. Oh fuck! I really don't want to say this, but like second or third. If we don't get top uh, four, that's one of the biggest blunders of all time across any sport. I think. Yeah, easy, yeah. easy. Um, so like the way everyone knows how, okay, everyone knows how good we've been playing. Everyone knows the level that we can play at now, and I think anything less than. I think anything less than the third, to be honest, is a blunder. Is an absolute choke. Like, it, the, they they are so, they've set the bar really high for himself now, which I love. But now, <laughs> now as a as a fan, like, you know, it gives us hope, and uh, <laughs> could come back to bite us in the butt, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think like we're programmed just 
based off history to have that sort of anxiety of the drop-off, um, especially over the last sort of five to eight years, I guess. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. It is exciting and there's all that hope and all those good good vibes. But, yeah, there is that thing in the back of your head where it's like this could turn to shit very quickly. Um me personally, I'm not engaging in the whole title race conversation as much as I'll banter about it if I run into a Liverpool fan or a City fan or whatever. <laughs> I will, for sure. But genuinely, <laughs> I'm not buying into that until... If we're like, there's five games left, we're in sort of two points, three points of first place, then I will get my hopes up. I'm not doing it for another 15 games. I'll, I'm waiting yeah. to the last minute to get my hopes up for a title run, for a genuine title run. Um, cause my three goals for this year, the first little one was to beat Liverpool. Um, dead sick of losing to them every time. Um, I think we did that reasonably comfortably. Um, the other one was to do, to have a deep run in Europe, whether that means getting to the Europa League final, um, or just, yeah, getting close. That was sort of dependent on how well we're doing in the league. Um, if it stays like it is now, I don't really care about Europe. I do, but I don't. Because um, we should get top four anyway, I think. Um, but Again, yeah. should. Yeah. Should being the key word there. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a serious malfunction if we don't. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, so I, I, and, I, and I wanted top four um, by the end of the year. That was That was my three goals. Top four. Top yeah. four, deep run in Europe and beat Liverpool. I, yeah, okay. I think the Liverpool win was a serious statement. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone go like, you know, yeah, they're not playing their greatest. That's, that's like, everyone, everyone can see that. They're still a fucking good team, and especially against us. If you look at the record of the last, what, five years, we have not done go well further at back all. than that. <laughs> what yeah. ten? You'd say, yeah, yeah, yeah probably further. Yeah, haven't done well, and um, yeah, to to get that win is is a big statement, I think. Um, <laughs> again, I, I did ask you in the second podcast, um, just after our it was it our Chelsea win, I think. Um, is this still a part of our easy run in inverted commas? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's okay. I think minimum in Europe is is semi-finals. Minimum. A lot of quality teams, a lot of quality players have dropped down from the Champions <laughs> League. It sort of made me reevaluate my point on Europa League this year. There's a lot of quality that's dropped down from Champions League, which will make it a lot tougher at the at the hairy end of the uh, tournament. Um, I I agree. I do really like. I really agree with you. Like the likes of Barca, Juve. Uh, however, like R- R- Roma's back down now too. I believe. I still, I still rate us, and especially Barca at the moment. I think they're. I yeah. I don't know. I could be the only one thinking this. I still think they're not back right. Top um, of the leg. Yeah, top of the leg, but <laughs> I mean. We're in the same position, but we're better. <laughs> now, I just, yeah, like Real Madrid's far, far, far. They're, they're, they're much more ahead of Barca at the moment. 
um, I reckon. Even though, yeah, last for the top of the league, it's the same thing. Like, yeah, we're not like yeah, we're in the in the the title race inverted commas, but Real Madrid being the equivalent of Manchester City, simple as that. Um, yeah, in terms I agree of you, with that. Yeah, I still think we're better than I can. Same as Juve, they've really dropped off the ball in the last three years, four years, three, four years, or is that a bit of a stretch? Maybe two years. I'd be yeah, looking at one to two, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Let's say one or two years. I, I still rate us better than them, um, especially if our like brand of football continues the way it does. Yeah, so I really think semi-finals are the absolute minimum for us now. Should be par, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, and and if we get to the final, that'd be sick, especially if we won. Oh, my God. Imagine a Europa League, again, hypotheticals. Imagine if we were to win, to finish top four, and and then FA Cup as well, you've got to remember. I love to do well in the FA Cup. It's one of my favourite competitions. Can't forget about that. Um, but again, it, it depends on injuries, especially um, our schedules are pretty fucked up. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. <sighs> yeah. It, it is hard to say. I'll just wrap up my opinion on Elijah's question. Um, honest opinion on expected ladder position. Yeah, sorry, mate. I think, I think, <laughs> I think, I think second. Um, yeah. If I'm being like realistic, um, obviously if I'm being you know hopeful and a bit naive, I'd say you know we're going to win and win well. Um, but it's city. <laughs> um, it's so hard to yeah, it's so hard to just say that um, knowing that they're there. Um, yeah, who knows, man? They could keep dropping points. We could keep that gap uh, at least a little bit and see how it is towards the end. I don't know, but I, th- I think second. I think city will jip us. Um, and he also asked, how many trophies should we expect? What do we prioritise? Um, one, one, I think, would be par. Would be par, you reckon? Yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know. It's a hard one. Because um, it's, it's going to come down to the end of the season and these competitions are going to be coming to a close all fairly simultaneously. Um. I do think we can win Europa League. I genuinely do. Um, yeah. I don't think they're going to prioritise FA Cup. I just don't think that's... I just have a feeling that they won't. Um, it'd be nice to love the FA Cup. Um, yeah, I don't think they prioritise that as much as the league and Europa League. I don't think they do. And if they were to do that, I think that would be 100% accurate and that would be the smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um. Europa League and the Prem, you'd nearly say... Oh, no, you wouldn't say that, actually. Um, yeah, it's a, a top four finished... Uh, finish, excuse me, is more important than winning the FA Cup, for sure. For sure. Um, and again, I guess, like, the Carabao, would crash and burn in that. Um, the FA Cup would be a good opportunity for our players that don't play as much to, to, get, some, to get some minutes, sorry. Yeah, um, just like Reese Nelson, Eddie, because I I don't see them getting a lot of minutes this season towards the back end. Not when it's the yeah the business end really, and yeah, and too much of a liability. <clears throat> yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. So I think 
Oh yeah, I think one would be. I don't know, yeah, I think one would part. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, yeah, because again, like you, you'd nearly expect us to go far in the FA Cup. You could, depending on what we prioritise. I believe that the Europa League is hundred percent winnable, just like you said. Um, I still think we're probably the best club in the Europa League. Um, yeah. Uh, that might be naive. I don't know, but anyway. Well, I mean, my, based based on thoughts. form, I think that's fairly hard to debate at this stage. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just going to get up the Europa League fixtures because I really can't. I know Barca's a good team, but I, I just don't see them going that far. Didn't they crash and burn the Champions League last season, like first round or something? It's quite early, yeah. Um, I've sort of been detached from Champions League for a little while now for obvious yeah. reasons. <laughs> um, it is a shame. Yeah. It is a shame. Um, oh, Ajax are in there too and really cannot write. I'd be more worried about versing Ajax than the likes of Roma or Barca, I reckon. That's yeah. just personally. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say <laughs> having it be so far away as well. Um yeah, hard to know what's going to happen over the World Cup in January, who's going to move where. Um, yeah, yeah exactly. as of right now, that's what I'd be <laughs> That's what I'd be leaning towards, second and hopefully a trophy. Um, yeah. yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, what's the uh, next question you got there, mate? Um, so, again, very good friend of the show, Andy. Um, shout out to him. Um, he wanted to know if we'd be doing any World Cup watch-alongs. Um, I know me personally, they aren't all on at great times for me to do something like that. It's something I'd love to do. We are looking at doing it. Um, but I work a lot. Um, I'm going to have a fair bit of time off soon um but yeah like for the immediate future it's not something i'm necessarily going to be able to do uh, but it's something we can plan for and look to do i think yeah i think it'd be exciting yeah absolutely mate um i'd love i'd love to do a watch along um go live or something on Insta page that'd be cool um i am on the opposite uh train to you i am just a uni student i work part-time all the time I in the love, world. Yeah. <laughs> this morning I was up watching the uh, the boys beat Samoa. I know. Uh, must be nice. 100% not. <laughs> um, yeah. 2 a.m. Watched the uh, the Kangaroos beat Samoa in the Rugby League World Cup. Just a quick shout out to the boys. Fucking absolute dominant uh, performance. Anyway. Um, 30-10, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 30-10. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those... The kangaroos, fucking awesome team, eh? Yeah. I nearly hate seeing, I, I, like, I love seeing all the boys together, Blues and Maroons. However, I'm like, yeah, you, you watch Cam Munster play for the yeah. kangaroos, love him. Um, but yeah, seeing him in that maroon jersey, fuck, like, grinds, like, grind, yeah, grinds my gears. Anyway, yeah. that's a bit off track. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> So, yeah, I will be trying to watch most of the uh, the World Cup. I love love watching football. I won't be watching the opener, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, 
England and Iran, I will be watching. Um, it's 11, 11 p.m. Queensland time. I, oh, God, if I, because I, I, I'll probably, you know, go to sleep, wake back up, get up and watch, or get up and, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, and get up and see that Saka's not starting, I'll probably go back to sleep, though. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't see Ramsdale White starting. I'd love to see him start, and I think they deserve to start, but I don't think they will, unfortunately. Um, yeah, and then Senegal Netherlands is the the morning of, so that'll be the game immediately after. I won't be watching. I probably need some sleep. I think I will be getting up. And watching, actually, no, the Argentina Saudi Arabia is at eight o'clock Queensland time, so nine o'clock New South Wales time. I 100% be watching that. I think I'll be watching every Argentina game. You've got to um, watch the goat do his thing one last dance. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think that, like, uh, every, every person that is in our age bracket has maybe taken Messi for granted. And now it's at the end where, like, holy fuck, like, He's gonna retire soon, and oh my god, I'll be, I'll be in fucking tears that day. He said in an interview. Right he said in an interview. I think it was yesterday, maybe the day prior. He said, oh, "I'm not gonna play for much longer." Oh, yeah, it's oh. tough to read that. Very tough. I'm... Fuck, Hopefully, man. he finishes a twelve-month uh, contract with Brisbane Roar, and we'll be on. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I just, yeah. So watching the Argentina game, uh, Argentina games, fuck. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll be 100% watching those Argentina games. Won't be missing them. United States versus Wales. Probably won't watch that. Don't want to watch Matt um, Turner keep a clean sheet. Ooh, yeah, maybe. We'll see if... Uh, Old Aaron Ramsey and um, Gareth Bale turn one on. Yeah, potentially. potentially. <laughs> See, Ramsey got the bleach blonde hair back. Did he? Yeah, it looks, actually, it looks good, to be fair. Oh, it's good. It's good. Um, not many people can pull that off, that's for sure. <laughs> um, then Wednesday, so just from like an Arsenal point of view, we've got Saliba versus Australia on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, I will watch that. For sure, I'll make time for you will? it. Um, I will, yeah, purely for to watch Australia play. Um, I think I said this earlier to you. It's not going to be pretty by any means. Uh, no, um, no, it's not going to be good. Um, what time's that? Do you have that on your screen? Yeah, so it's five o'clock uh, Queensland time. AM so or six... PM? Oh, actually. Uh, no, it's 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 AM, yeah, AM. 0500. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that'll that'll be good. That'll be six six AM your time. Sorry. Yeah. I'll be watching that one as well for sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> what yeah, other Arsenal players think... <laughs> have we got that game that round? So we've Germany, got Tom, Tomiyasu. Yeah, Tomiyasu on Thursday. I don't think yeah. that's going to be a fun game for Tommy Asu by any means. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think Germany could be the dark horses of the of the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, uh, they have a lot of big names. I think everyone's kind of forgotten, but forgotten about how good they actually are. Um, kind of written them off already, maybe. I'm not too sure. That's the general consensus that I've been reading. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Anyway, um, Japan, I hope Tommy Yasser turns one on. Hope he, um, yeah, shuts out probably the likes of Thomas Muller. Obviously, Serge. Yeah. Hope he does well, but... Um, me too. I Me don't too. see it happening. Yeah, yeah we'll I see. it's not going to be pretty. I don't think. Um, I think I'll get a fair touch up. <clears throat> I think. I think so, mate. Yeah, I think so. Um, and same day, we've got Granite playing with Switzerland versus Cameroon. Uh, just that's the, that'll be the next day. Sorry, mate. Oh, is that the next um, day? Is it? Twenty fourth of November is Switzerland is fr- versus Cameroon. Is that Friday? Is it? Uh, yeah. Thursday, sorry, Thursday. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously all on SBS, um, which would be good. So, yeah, I remember talking in that our last party we didn't get out, how good Switzerland actually play under Ralph Ragnick. Um, it's, it's so impressive. I feel like he could have been a really good manager at United. But anyway, more importantly, I think Jacko obviously has a good game against Cameroon. Switzerland aren't a bad team. I don't think they're going to cause much trouble further on, but I think they'll go through. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And then... Oh, yeah, but, yeah, no, no one from there. And then the last game should be on Friday. Portugal and Ghana. Like, for, yeah. for match day one. For match day one, yeah. That sounds about right. Um, oh, no. Because we've got Brazil and Serbia as well. We yeah, mentioned. that'll be the next round because Brazil have already played. I think. Against two. Oh, no, they wouldn't have, sorry. No, that's my fault. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> all good, all good. Um, so, yeah, Portugal-Ghana. Going to be a good game. Going to be a good game. Yeah, we can touch on this a little bit later, but I think Portugal are going to do very, very well. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't, don't see Ghana getting anything from that. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe so, mate. Um, yeah, I yeah, I, I don't think they have a lot of. I think they have a few big names. Um, yeah, it could be wrong. I could be thinking of the wrong country here, but I'm pretty sure Narky Williams is actually um, changed. Played, I think so. yeah, changed um, his. I guess you'd say uh, international. Uh, country that he, performed, yeah, uh, yeah, he plays yeah. for, sorry. Um, it, it might not be Ghana. I could I could have got that wrong. But, rings a bell. Um, yeah, rings a bell. Um, anyway, yeah, I think Portugal would do well. Portugal are a fucking hot team. Yeah. Hot team. Um, and, yeah, <clears throat> yeah I, I think Portugal win that and win it well. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the other Brazil game you said it? It was Brazil. Serbia. Yeah, I think that'll be another ugly one. Um, <laughs> I think u- so. Ugly, ugly for Serbia. Apologies. Um, yeah, it should be <laughs> fairly fairly comfortable. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see. Hopefully, yeah. yeah, Martinelli and Jesus get a decent run. Um, I think they should really. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of talent for Brazil up top. 
Yeah, that front three is ridiculous. Like, whoever they've got there, that front three in-game is just insane. Yeah. It could literally, you could pull three names out of a hat and it'll be fucking sick. Like, yeah, dead right. I, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they line up. Um, Neymar could play at Cam. I'm not, I'm not too sure about that. So then other players, other world-class forwards like Jesus and Martinelli could, could start, but we'll see what happens because they obviously got Rodrigo and Vinny. Um, yeah, that's right. And that pigeon yeah. from Tottenham, um, what's his name? <laughs> I thought he was injured. Uh, I don't know. He's been training with him. I've seen quite a few videos of him, so I think he's playing. Right. Christ. <laughs> I can see it happening, and it probably will happen, but fuck me, Christ. Like, as if he starts <laughs> over Jesus, honestly. Yeah. How? <laughs> oh, anyway, um, that's it for the first round. Um, in terms of the West, like the rest of the World Cup, I will be watching for sure. Um, like I said, I've got time, so and I love watching footy. So, um, Andy, I will be 100% uh, yeah, watching them games. Yeah. Just while we're on the World Cup, because these following questions sort of move away from that, um, who are you backing to win the lot? Who's your money on? <laughs> the last four years have been a European team, but this year I seriously think it could be Brazil or Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I'd be putting my money on. It is like unholyly <clears throat> hot there, obviously. Like it's ridiculous temperature. I think like England aren't going to just acclimatise to that. I was watching footage of them training and then post-training and them cooling down and stuff, and they all just look absolutely gassed. Um, I think it's going to be as stupid as... Oh, I'm not even stupid, but like... I really think like it's going to ha- be a country that is used to humidity and heat and can perform in similar conditions um, that will do well. Um, but yeah, my, my money's on um, Portugal though. Um, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Just got a good feeling about them. Um, yeah, okay. You don't think the um, the recent Ronaldo will... Uh, the recent Ronaldo saga, sorry, will disturb the training camp? I think it'll do the opposite for him personally. He's got no football club that wants him right now. Um, and if he has a good tournament, if he scores eight, nine, ten goals and they go deep, someone will take him on for a year and give him the exorbitant amount of money that he requires. Requires is a horrible word, but what do you get? What is this? Yeah, yeah. Um, because he's still an athlete. And like, just to touch on this real quick, like, we can't forget who, who he is. And he's a 30-year-old man still playing like he's 30. Like United's so best player cool. last year by far at 37. Yeah, by far. And a lot of, if, you know, <laughs> if there are any United fans out there listening, we'll probably hate to hear it, but it's as simple as that. Like, yeah. I love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, hate United. Well, I, yeah, I respect. I respect Ronaldo, but um, yeah, after, oh, I hope. To. I hope you're right, Gab, and I hope he really does prove a point at this World Cup. Um, yeah, and I hope someone takes him on after because yeah, I don't see him lasting at United. I'm pretty sure they're yeah in the um 
yeah, in the termination process as we speak. So anyway, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, I, I would love to see either Brazil or Argentina win. Purely like Brazil because of Gabby and Gabby, <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus and Martinelli, um, or Argentina because of Messi. Like I think I prefer Messi and Argentina win. Yeah. Yep. Would be would be so it would be amazing. It would be so cool. Yep, and it would knock that Ronaldo versus <laughs> Messi debate on the head once and for all. Because I'm yeah. sick of hearing about it. Because it's not even a question in my mind. But um, yeah, yep, not even close. Not even close. No, yeah, no. Well. yeah. I mean, you can have the argument, but it's just stupid. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, 100%, yeah. Hundred percent. So. Uh, cheers to that question, Andy. And just going to move on to the second last one from Sam. Um, he asked, do you think Tierney will get his spot over Zinchenko anytime soon? Oh, I don't think so. I think I'm... it's <laughs> relative to who we're playing. Um, but also... I don't know, like, we're very fluid. Like, it's not anyone's spot, as it's, like, in a traditional sense, um, in every position we've got anyway. Like, obviously, the nine, that's Gabby's spot. Like, no one else touches it. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just relative to the game, especially for that left-back, because it's such a specific role that you have to play and play well to be inverted and tuck in and be able to go back out and do that job. It's uh, Zinchenko is just built for it, I think. Um, it's just going to depend on who we're versing on the night, really. Um, but I don't... Like, if it's a better opponent, I think Zinchenko starts because um, we're going to have to play our football. But if it's, a, with all due respect, like a Nottingham Forest, Tierney will play. I think that's where it's at at the moment. And it's nothing, not a discredit to KT at all, but it's just until he can do it a little bit better and more consistently. I don't think he's going to be starting the big games while Zinchenko's fit. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I, yeah, I do agree. And obviously that also depends on uh, fixtures throughout the week, fixtures on the weekend, because um, obviously Zinchenko's going to need a rest sooner or later. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that last game it's pretty evident in showing Arteta's motivation as to what he wants from that left back position. So Inchoko was only just, just fit. I'm pretty sure going back from the last couple of seasons, Arteta's generally given them injured players a break before. Like, yeah. Okay. Let's say they, they come fit hundred percent fit. He might give them what, like you'd say three weeks, of being on the bench, maybe getting 10, 15 minutes here and there. Zinchenko last week, boom, straight back into the team. And yeah, he was, he was pretty buggered and that's why he brought on Tierney at the end of the game. Um, so I don't know I might have to really disagree with you there, mate. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's evident that it, it is Zinchenko's spot now. And yeah, again, Tierney will play the, the midweek games, Europa League, FA Cup. In terms of the Premier League, I think it's... I, again, this is just my personal opinion. I think it's set in stone now. And that last game was evidence to show that. Um, I think so, yeah. 
And on that note, like, oh, fuck, I love KT. His mentality is so good. Like, I'd love to see him start. I really would. And in a, in a, mate, I don't know how to say this. In a, in the ideal world, it'd be also really cool to see Zinchenko start as a CDM and KT play at left back, maybe to give Party or Xhaka a rest. Um, I don't think that'll ever happen, but it would be cool to see both of them. I don't think it's impossible. Um, 100% it's not impossible. No, no, definitely not. Um, yeah, that's just, that's just my opinion. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, it's, yeah, it, it is an interesting one to dissect a bit, but if you just keep it pure and simple, which is the way I tend to look at that, because um, I do love both players, and it's I would like to see both start, and that's not really an option. Um, I tend to look at it as we've got two fucking quality fullbacks, and that's <laughs> sick. Like it's either way, I'm stoked whoever's starting. Like it's, and they yeah. don't seem to be too upset knowing that there's going to be chopping and changing. Um, you know, it's not, it's not like KT is coming out and moaning to Piers Morgan and saying he's disrespected <laughs> and or anything of that uh, persuasion. But, um, yeah, that, that, yeah, it's just exciting to have depth again for the first time in some time where there's actually a quality guy who can rotate in and out. And to, uh, to add on to that, I know um, Sam hasn't really asked this question, but you really got to throw in the mix of Tommy Yasu in there. And I think while Sinchenko and Tierney are 100% fit, unfortunately, Tommy probably doesn't start, even though he's been starting over Tierney mm-hmm. at left back. Um, even though he's a right back slash. So, I mean, you could fucking play him anywhere in that back line now, obviously. Um, I don't know where his best position is. I've not really seen him have a bad <laughs> game. It's ridiculous. I'm really keen to see him play for Japan, actually, and it probably will be a game that I'll... Oh, one of the three games that he plays that I'll, I'll 100% watch. Um, and I think gen, generally does start at centre-back for Japan, so that'll be interesting. Um, I think they tend to play a three-back. I think so, yeah. Fuck if I know any other Japanese players. No disrespect to them. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. Um, because it was really interesting to see Tommy start... Over um over Tierney, um, and he fucking killed it too. Um, yeah, it, it is yeah, an interesting anyway. one to dissect and analyze a bit though. Like that, that's that position and who plays there. It's very yeah, it's, it's a hard one to pick. Like when you and I were speaking prior to a game, and we're sort of like, oh, who do you want to play there? And it's just like that's always the area that seems to be like I have no idea what Mikel's going to put who's who's going to play there. You just yeah, it's so hard to pick. It is. It really is. And again, it's a it's a great problem to have. I cannot stress that enough. It's a great problem to have. Unfortunately for Nuno, uh, off in France at the moment, he's having a I'm, great time. He is. He yeah. really is. Um, obviously playing with a lot of ex Arsenal players. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be hard to to see him unless he evolves into like a a different role. I can see him playing as like a left. Uh, left winger, left midfielder, um, and then backing up for Arsenal players. But, yeah, I don't see him starting the left back anytime soon. I mean, he's still young, so, I mean, this is way too early to even think about that. But just while we're on the topic, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm stoked that he's having a great time in France and doing well and playing football. Um, he's in a very different role there, though. He's got way more freedom to get forward and do those things he likes to do. It's just, yeah, I don't think it's a fit with us, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, mate. Um, yeah, and, that, and that's okay, but time will tell how he will progress and time will tell, you know, whether he'll start at Arsenal one day. At, um, well, who, yeah, who knows, man? Marseille might want to... Lob us twenty mil in January and say let's have, let's have him. So I'd take it. Yeah, maybe. Bought, I think we bought him for like eight million pounds. So. Yeah, from Portugal. Hey. Um, yeah, profit's profit. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, look, thank, yeah, thanks for the question, Sam. Um, yeah, great, great question to analyse and dissect. it, just say, Gav? Yeah. And then, yeah, speaking of analysing and dissecting, um, oh. T Dizzle sent us through a question, what's Arsenal's all-time best lineup? And I think you and I each nearly had a brain aneurysm before trying to do this. <laughs> um, yeah, it was oh, so hard fuck to... fuck me, this is awful. This it is... was so hard to fit... First of all, get a formation that fits everyone and then you're leaving guys out that it feels really harsh to... Um, we've come to a fairly general consensus, though. Like it's, we'd both done our own uh, best lineup, what we think is, and it was essentially the same. Um, so we've gone with a four-four-two with uh, Jens Lehmann in goal, um, Ashley Cole at left back. That's there's no room for debate there, really. Um, Tony Adams and you said Sol Campbell, right, at centre back. Yeah, okay. I I went with Martin Keown, but I was pretty... It was sort of same-same, like, for those two. Um, And then who did you have at right fullback? I had Lauren. Lauren? Invincible, okay. Invincible, yeah. Yeah, okay. I went with... From what I understand from, like, the older sort of fans and generation and stuff, like, Winterburn seems to be, like, the general consensus. Obviously, I'm not old enough to have watched him. Um, but I, I went with him, but yeah, I was a bit unsure. Um, but yeah, same, same. I'm happy with Lauren in there as well. Obviously, he was phenomenal. Um, and yeah, and invincible, as you say. Yeah, um, exactly, mate. So yeah, then the two in the middle of the park, I think we both agreed on this, um, had Patrick Vieira and Cesc Fabregas. Was that the same as you? Yeah, mate. Paddy B, yeah. no debate there at all. Yep. And Fabregas, I mean, again, I don't... It's a hard yeah. one, that, because you'd like to play him up the park more, like not sort of... Yeah. In the mid... Like a, but also yeah, all the other players you had to fit in there as well, so it's, yeah. Christ. There's a... Oh, look. There's a, a huge list of honourable mentions, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right, keep going, mate. And then at left mid and right mid, it had Perez out left and then slightly painful one, Alexis out right. Um, is that what you had? Yeah, mate. Yep, yeah, spot on. I had oh, oh, opposite, oh, but... Oh, on opposite sides, did you? Yeah, but same, same. Yeah, okay. I was, yeah, flirting with Freddie in for Sanchez, um, but yeah, just that's what we went with. Um, and then, obviously, um, without saying, it's Terry Henry and Dennis up top. Like, that's not even a question. 
Yeah. Um, but that does leave us with the likes of like Ian Wright, Freddie Jumberg, so, Mesut yeah. Ozil, Van Persie on the bench. Um, it's, but you said yeah, Ian Wright, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Um, and um, then like defensively as well, like it leaves... Oh, no, we put uh, Adams in there, sorry. Yeah, Adams, yeah, he was the first one in there. Um, Martin Keown, Seaman, guys like that, not playing. Um, yeah, yeah, it's too um, hard, it's too much quality there and trying to fit that all into like a formation on a piece of paper, it's quite difficult. Um, but that, I think that's, yeah, where we landed. And on that note, um, again, we... we Unfortunately, we don't have the time to to watch pre-90s Arsenal players. Uh, I know that there'd be a lot of gun players um, from that like, generation. Like the Manuel Petites of the world? Manuel Petit, I mean, um, like a Liam Brady, Charlie George is probably 70s. Um, yeah, Pat Rice Jennings. as well. Yeah, yeah, right. So, like... I can't, yeah, this is this is what we think. Obviously, it's not one hundred percent. Everyone's going to be saying or having their own opinion. Um, there, there's just so like, yeah, there's so many. You ever see Martin Keown? Or do we? Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, he was in honorable mentions. Yeah, there is a lot, a lot of world class players that we've left out from this Gunners all time, but that's just ours and. Um, Oh man, like I'd love to put Mezzard in there. I think him. Oh fuck, Santi <laughs> gives me a headache. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, again, like we were saying before, um, just before the potty, like you love Kashani, and so do I. Um, there's a lot of favourite players. I think that like we might have a soft spot for as well. Yeah, but they're not getting in. Um, the, it's not like Gabble Macca's favourite eleven. That wasn't the, yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah. Very different things. Maybe that's uh, next potty. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'd had very different teams, by the way, if we did that. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, we might well, do that, actually. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, I don't really want to, you know, open up wounds, but uh, a least favorite would be funny. <laughs> I don't want to do it, but it'd be funny. Um, uh but yeah, anyway, that's, I mean, that 11 though, I mean, Alexis, I think that's crime, like, holy fuck, he was so good. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Just, yeah. And like, to think that we had Vieira and Henri at the same time, oh my God, oh my days, like, fuck. Oh, so good. So good. We, I meant like we were, we watched hours of Henri at high school. Yeah. Hours hours. Yeah, you and I watched yeah. his documentary like 30 times during high school, I think. Like just when we had free <laughs> study periods. Yeah. Oh my God. I just thought of another favorite moment. His, his goal against Tottenham. Yeah. That, yeah. The, yeah. The oh celebration. My, how yeah. That? yeah. Oh. Fuck. How did we forget that? Anyway. That's uh, going to be up there with mine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's um, that's our XI. Thanks for the question, T Dizzle. Um, I think that's just going to about wrap it up for today too. You didn't have anything else you wanted to touch on, did you? Um, I don't think so. Uh, again, we'll, we'll try and 
do some more potties over the the World Cup. Probably more focusing on Arsenal player performances in the World Cup. Um, yeah, keep sending in some questions if you have any. Um, yeah, that that does it. Pretty much does it for me, mate. Legend. All right. Well, thanks as always, mate, and thanks for listening, guys. We will. Record again soon this week, and it should be out um, sort of midweek, late week, I reckon, the next one. But this one should be out by sort of tomorrow. So, yeah, make sure you turn on those notifications, follow, all that good stuff, and we'll see you in the next one. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening.